Welcome to another episode of Health Creators. This is Liv, and I'm joined here today by Marvin Abert, founder and CEO of Remy Health. So, Marvin, can you give us an elevator pitch? Sure, sounds good. Hi, Livy. First of all, thanks for having me. So, um, Remy, we are the first uh, clinic for SDIs. So, we basically created a platform where you can easily test on all SDIs, so sexual transmitters infection. And we just created a kit which you get sent to your home and you do the test in the comfort of your place and get a result in between two to three days directly. Everything is totally anonymous. And if there is anything reactive or positive, you get a consultation with one of our doctors. Awesome. Why did you decide to start this company? So why did we just start Remy? Do you have, do you have a funny story? <laughs> so, actually, yes. Actually, yes. I have a really yeah. uh, funny story. Um, most people don't believe it because it's maybe too funny. Uh, yeah. and every founder needs need a good story to for yeah. a startup. So, um, yeah, I mean, me and I, I basically went to a doctor, want to do uh, an SDI test after I have been uh, abroad for a longer period. Uh, just said, yeah, like, let me do a testing here. So I had to wait for weeks to get my appointment in four, Berlin. Four weeks. Four weeks, yeah, wow. It takes, it takes quite a bit of time. And then the doctor asked me yeah, what I want to test on. And I'm like, I don't know, you tell me. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, he said, yeah, we could test on that, on that, but this is going to cost you like an amount. I said, you know what, just do the highest package. I'm going to pay. I mean, I came here to do a test and I want some, some recommendation of how... Uh, test me on everything. Test me on everything, yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and um, yeah, he basically then uh, yeah, tested me. And then after uh, six weeks, I was a bit worried because I didn't hear anything back from them. So I gave them a call, said, you know, is there anything about my results or can you let me know what happened? Then they said, due to like data privacy, I need to go there again to get my results um, and speak to the doctor. So I went there again, uh, waited, and then the, the lady, like the nurse uh, walked in and said, yeah, the, the, the person for the HIV test should come, come up now. And this was so uh, embarrassing. And oh, she was, said it in front of the yes, people in the yes, waiting yes, There were like six people waiting. And she, she walked in and said, like, yeah, the, the, the guy for the SDI test should uh, come up, please. So I got my result on a piece of paper. And basically, I was negative on everything. So that was the positive, positive outcome out of the story. Yeah. But, um, but it took 12 weeks, basically. I, yeah, basically, it took me 12 yeah. weeks to, to get my um, SDI test. So status. were you still negative? Either? Yes, yes. So, and um, yeah, basically, yeah. Um, this was the the, oh, the the story with it. And then I met um, Anthony, uh, my, mm. my co-founder, and he came from the e-commerce space. I have been working in the health yeah. tech before, where I did working a lot with preventive care and mm -hmm. blood and urine testings. So it was quite a good match to creating such a mission to fight uh, SDIs. Cool. How long have you been doing this for? So we have uh, founded the company in June uh, 2021. Okay. And um, have yeah since then now stopped like started to sell our first kit in March last year and now have really um, yeah I think we are one of the biggest providers and we really try um, to destigmatize the whole topic so mm. we're not having the branding like a normal doctor page like um, I don't know teleclinic or there's a couple of more in that space which do like the, the proper medicine yeah. we also do that but we really have kind of a branding which is more destigmatizing and I mean SDI testing is a, such a normal thing is going to, to a doctor and asking for a cough or something and we really want to like 
get into that topic, help people, and like just destigmatize it that more people getting tested and get easier treatment mm -hmm. because it's it's just a big gap in between that field. So we just want to fight that and uh, help that tests are easily accessible. Is the idea also that by specializing in STI testing, you can basically um, onboard facilities that do the testing and kind of basically scale the number of tests, et cetera, and reduce the costs for testing? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So um, I have to say that we are vertical integrated. So we have an own mm. lab, um, which runs okay. all the, all the um, quality regulations. But definitely, we try to work uh, more and more with charities, try to support mm. them, try also to make tests as cheap as, uh, as, as possible so that people are really yeah. want to assess it and want to like get tested. Because this is also, of course, if it's too expensive, then you maybe not get tested because you think, ah, oh, yeah, maybe I do it later. So we try to um, yeah, give the best affordable price which is possible. And yeah. also, of course, want to um, definitely working together with more and more doctors because, of course, we're also having patients which might have an SDI and then they need mm. treatment. So we help them to, to guide them and tell them, okay, um, yeah, go to these doctors and they can give you uh, yeah. a treatment or you get uh, an antibiotic. Or in worst case scenarios, you have maybe like a syphilis or an HIV. But like in our world today, you can really do something and can treat it. And you have the same life expectations with a person who's maybe HIV positive reactive mm -hmm. compared to a person um, which has like a high blood pressure. So you really can do something if you know you have an SDI. So you can fight this SDI and, and if you get the, the treatment, you can uh, ex expand your life. I, I see. I, I think that there is so much stigma still towards mm -hmm. um, STI testing and STIs in general. Um, but it's almost like the reason they exist, right? Exactly. <laughs> because if like it wasn't so stigmatized and people were willing to talk about it, yeah. then uh, probably the rate of infections and the rate of transmissions would be lower. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, I have a I have a funny story to that because I like we have met on the on the bits and breads of health stack, and I was talking to a founder. Okay, I thought you were gonna say something crazy happened. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> And like, yeah, and so yeah. I, I, I talked to a founder mm. um, out of the space and he sells uh, like condoms. And I mean, this is, yeah. is an obvious pro product and you might can like make yeah. easy performance marketing and you will talk and tell, ah, yeah, I found my perfect size or I have this condom to have an amazing branding. Yeah. But you don't sit in like with, with your girlfriends or boyfriends and chat and say, ah, you know what? I have made this amazing SDI test. Yeah. So we're still having that stigmatized feel. So, and we really want, due to our brand, that um, people think, ah, yeah, Remy is a cool brand, so I can talk about it. So I yeah. don't have to like, ah, yeah, um, it's an SDI and I can't talk about it. It's really like, yeah, I can speak about it and I can speak openly about it and can exchange and it's not something bad. It's just, yeah, do it. I mean, yeah. And if you have something, you get help. I feel like there's like a, there's like a gap in the market where, you know how like, this is like a combination between like Apple Wallet and how you can like scan QR codes on like LinkedIn or WhatsApp. Yeah. It's like, what if you had this like 
Apple Wallet QR code essentially that your prospective partner could scan and they just know like, okay, you're clean or yeah, you're not, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Or like here, here are the risk factors of this individual. Yeah, I mean, Olivia, I love the idea. <laughs> <laughs> We're yeah. in Germany and I think it will take quite a bit can of time. So, We're like, yeah, can I scan can it? I, can I scan it? And then like, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, the idea is yeah. great and it's actually yeah. the best approach because then people would start mm. talking about it, would check their SDI status and, you know, everyone is clear and like in a perfect world, we wouldn't have then any SDIs anymore. I mean, yeah. you could say, okay, no HIV anymore because everybody knows their SDI status and there you scan it and you say, yeah, let's meet, have some fun and everybody is basically Exactly. Or like you can even upload it to like your dating profile. Totally, 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 totally. And yeah. so, so when this NFC hype came up, actually I talked to guys and uh, said, yeah, you know what? We let's do turn it. your yeah. STI testing into an NFT. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And then he goes like, yeah, we could put this on the blockchain and then like everybody knows the status. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a great idea. But I think in, in Germany, probably they are not open-minded enough. But yeah. I think for the U.S. market, maybe where we look to go into in the next years, that could be definitely something. And this is also like a market where people would probably be open to that because they are even actually much more open to talk about that topic than here. But do you think Berlin is unique to the German market? Because we're in Berlin mm, now. Yeah. And I guess people might be more liberal and open here yeah. versus like rest of German market. I definitely agree. So in Berlin, um, much more people are aware of the topic. We have a bigger community of sex positive. Um, mm. um, everybody talks openly about um, STI status yeah. and sex. And this is a, is a totally great and valuable thing. And I, I agree that yeah, Berlin is the capital city probably of, of that topic. And if you in the to, world, yeah, right? In the, in the yeah. world, maybe. I mean, yeah. you're from London, and I know London is also really open to the topic. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much it is open, but Berlin is, yeah, definitely Berlin is unique. If you go to Munich or Hamburg, it's, mm. it's a changing view on that topic. But also there, it becomes more and more open. And we see mm. that um, our customers, they are, they, they are all over in Germany. Yeah. But definitely Berlin is unique for that yeah. field. I mean, your business would not work in like Asia. <laughs> Are you sure about that? I feel like it's still so um, controversial. Mm. Yeah. Like, it's very, like, sex negative still. Mm, yeah, but I, I would disagree. Because really? I, I even think, I think it would work where you, in these countries where you not speak about it at all, oh, it would work the better. best. Because you can anonymously get yeah. tested, get a result, and even anonymously talk to a doctor and get... Um, recommendations of what you could do um, and ah. if you are like more and more open and everybody talks about it then it's not like a taboo topic yeah um, and then you maybe even think like yeah I can go to a doctor because you know what I don't care I just talk about it but um, in these countries you maybe wouldn't go to a doctor because uh, the doctors maybe know your parents or your friends That's and then true. it's maybe a weird moment to sit there and go like ah oh, yeah um, uh, my, uh, your daughter was here yesterday. Oh, oh, oh yeah. But yeah, it's, yeah. it's a bit um, depending. So I'm not 100% sure about that. But that's definitely something um, if we have 
Um, yeah, the German market we will first of all expand in the European market, but uh, I mean the the Asian market and uh, um, the, the Arabian market is really interesting too. So. Um, I guess people just like things to be easier yeah. because I mean nowadays if I have to call a restaurant to book versus just like booking online, mm. I'll probably pick the restaurant I can just book online because yeah. I don't even want to make a phone call. So I kind of, it's kind of similar where it's like um, this is just like a way you can do the entire process without yeah. having to interact with a human, yeah. which could can just be simpler and easier, right? I mean, yeah. it's for, for our users, it's actually also easy mess because you just mm. can go, you know, you save making an appointment, mm. wait for the appointment, go to the appointment, yeah. have your doctor's consultation, and then maybe go have to go there a second time to get your results. I don't know, you've probably saved 20 hours of your life. And yeah. that's uh, probably something valuable. And then um, at the moment, we are like only on self-payer basis. As I said, yeah. like we really try to uh, give it really cheap. So yeah. our best seller is 79 euros, um, the STI 5. And this um, yeah, goes really well. Mm. And people are saying, okay, it's fine. I pay these money to not have all these waiting time. And it's, it's just much more easier, as you said. It's like with the restaurant. You would probably pay in euro to get a reservation just online easily yeah. instead of going on the phone, waiting, then nobody picks up or they are not open. And it's, that's, that's also something which makes it much easier. Interesting. I mean, I, I, I think the way you build the company would probably also have to incorporate some sort of sensitivity, right? But at the same time, when we're talking about like product development, mm. a lot of it is customer discovery and talking to prospective customers. Mm -hmm. But then how do you like approach people who need STI testing and say, hey, like I'm trying to build this app. Um, mm. Like, would you use it, or like, how did you how did you onboard like the first customers to basically mm. build the app with? So, um, first of all, you of course have the, the performance marketing. So you have people mm. which are just having a problem, then they Google it or they, they do a search. Um, so you started off probably just landing page. Exactly, and landing page. Uh, okay. yeah. And then look if there's is yeah. there in demand. Do we have a search volume? Yeah. Do people really look for that? Do people want that product? And then we found out, yes, they do. And then yeah. uh, we also found out that not just people, like, you know, you don't sit, sit there and think like, ah, yeah, I should do an STI test. That's not mm. basically, it's more about, ah, yeah, I hear from a friend, they had something, so I should get tested too. Yeah. Or like, we have, we are now trying to work more and more with charities to mm. uh, basically push it out more. I mean, I don't know if you're aware of the campaign, but we have a big campaign called Liebesleben, and they basically write everywhere in the city, um, you are, I still think about you because you're still itchy. Like, and oh, stuff I like that. Oh, I still think about you because you're still itchy. Yeah, so um, to, to make awareness on that yeah. topic. But uh, they don't have a solution. So there's no ah. solution. They just say, yeah, you might have an STI. You should, you should just post Remy Health under exactly, all their ads. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I mean, then, then we probably have a lawsuit, but that's, oh, why, really? that's why we wouldn't do it. But it's just, yeah. it's, it's so easy and they, they don't give you any solution. And mm. they put so much money on that campaign, yeah. but there's no solution for it. And we more and more try to work with charities yeah. to say, hey, here's a solution for that problem. 
just get tested. Of course, yeah. condom usage is really important and protected mm. sex is really important. But it's maybe not always happening. Maybe some mm. problems occur. So just get tested. It's so easy. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's something how like we saw that there's a big awareness also over social media. Um, but also social media is, is quite difficult because if you talk about HIV, SDIs, then Meta is not your best friend. Oh, uh, do they block you yes, from yes. posting ads? Yeah, yeah. The, so what, what, what's like the nuance of like, do you have to like kind of show photos but not say it in the ad descriptions or like? Exactly. So you can do yeah. photos, um, videos, but you cannot really say some words. I mean, now they made it a bit more easier. So you can mm. tell a couple of words and it is possible. But... All in all, it's still, uh, for the, I think for the whole sex tech industry and femtech, it's quite hard. What? Yeah. So if you like post the word sex on an ad, yeah, do you, you just like get yeah, you banned, get, you get banned immediately? Or, I mean, TikTok does this now with are you 18, then click agree and then you can see it. But yeah, we try to avoid that. So we just play the words um, that people yeah. still understand it. In the beginning, we had bigger, really big problem. Now uh, STI is allowed, so you can say SDI, which helps us a lot. Okay. Um, or, um, but, but yeah, that's something we, we really try to figure out. But the, we also see that in, due to media, the field gets also get more, gets more awareness. So, um, due to? Due to the media. So okay. with Remy, we got some um, awareness and we see that people are now mm. more and more trying to think about it and talk about it. So we really hope that um, yeah, the whole market will be more open and talk about it and that you can, of course, then make more advertisement and be much more open. Because like yeah. saying like, ah, you're still itchy from your last date. It's, uh, I don't know, you, they make these big posters everywhere and then you don't have a solution. I don't really get the sense behind it so much. Yeah, I guess it's like this awareness piece. Yeah. I wonder if you could like work with the clubs in Berlin mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. yeah. So we are also um, starting cooperation with some clubs. Uh, oh, cool. <laughs> so we try yeah. uh, now also to more... So offer testing. Yes, to more and more. So like before you get in the club, you can get a free entrance if you mm -hmm. <laughs> get tested. So, so honestly, we, we now... <laughs> or package it together. Yeah, the we ticket have... and your test. That would be a great idea. Yeah. Like full full on yeah. package. <laughs> we now have basically so they have like Kit Kit Kat. Kit Kat, Burner, yeah. and like there's a couple mm. of places. Um it's it's just we are more and more trying to figure out how they their target group wants it because they don't wanna mm. talk too much openly about it. I mean it's no clear, so we try to see okay, what is the best way to do it? How I mean with the ticket it's maybe they would be nice for us, but I think that's gonna take some time. Mm. But um we now have a prior kit, meaning you can get tested, get your result next day. So mm. you, you know I get my result next day. So this helps if you go in a club or go on, on uh, like maybe sex parties, then you know, okay, I, I have my result. I, yeah. I know I got my SCI status under control. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you heard like patient stories come back to you to like say, wow, like you really like saved me or... Mm. It's like, is that yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not a doctor, <laughs> so uh, I'm not really uh, yeah. speaking with the, the patients which we are having. That's mm. more on the doctor's side. And, um, I guess because it's so anonymous, you yeah, know, like if course. I was building like a, like, a, like a digital solution for 
I don't know, cancer, yeah. um, probably patients would email to be like, thank you or something. But yeah. I guess with like... We, we had yeah. it in, yeah, of course. I mean, you do customer service, you get some good reviews, you get some yeah. good emails, you got a lot of good, uh, like, like just, we have a 75% NPS score, so we see um, in our surveys that people are really happy, but we want to keep it anonymous, so I'm not going to tell, yeah, tell me. Yeah. Did you have a great experience talking with our doctor? So we just, I, I think people are so far really happy because yeah. we um, yeah. see that we have a good retention, but um, I can't really have, have, I don't have any stories. What's, what's been like the most like challenging thing about building Remy? So I think the, the biggest uh, challenge you have on two sides. So first uh, is of course regulations, data privacy mm. in Germany, because um, I mean, on the one hand side, you have the whole field of uh, medical device regulation. Mm. And on the other side, you have the whole um, IVD, so in vitro diagnostic. And this is a big regulational field and you have to find out how all these regulations work and how you like step into that and make it uh, also under the highest quality standards, but also yeah. easy for the patient. And this sometimes goes um, yeah, a bit um, not so well with, 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 with each other. But we see, um, yeah, I mean, now we have found out the way that um, we are on that side really strong. Mm. Took, us, took us a year before we could start to figure out uh, um, this all out. And now, um, yeah, the data privacy, of course, um, is always a topic here in Germany. Mm. And you have um, a lot of critics more from the bureaucratic side, uh, from people which come to you and like basically the federal, which ask you not the, the patients, are they say, yeah. are you the one, if you help me, I give you my data because I know it's, it's I mean, we have the highest standards, everything is under mm. um, DSG4O, so this all works out. So GDPR, we 100% GDPR, come, uh, um, and mm -hmm. this works out everything well, but this took us quite a bit of time to um, yeah, get all these improvements and figure mm. everything out so that, that it works. So to yeah. basically figure out the balance between yeah. um, high quality standard and compliance yeah. versus like ease of use and user interface yeah. design. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. and, and exactly like this is the second point which I would mention is to understand the target group because mm. the target group could be everyone. Could be you, me, like everyone wanna yeah. uh, get easily assessed to their tests but everyone has a yeah, different idea of why they want to get tested mm. and to crack that it took us also a bit of time. So in terms of why people want to get tested, do you see gender differences? So between women who want to get tested, men who want to get tested, and do you see age differences? So I, I, are, mm. are your are your audience more younger people when they're older people like like mm. how how does it Differ. Good question. So, so we are 50-50. So it's yeah. gender neutral. So every everyone yeah. tests. Um, and um, for the for the second question is uh, we have more like an yeah, I would say an, an older uh, oh. older patients. Yeah. So starting from 25 to 50 is probably okay. the, the major patient age. Um, I just think it's also maybe because uh, when you're super young, you don't 
think so much about that topic. Uh, but when you're getting into a specific age, then you might... Uh, like post-25, you're yes, like, yes. I should probably care about this. <laughs> yes, because I mean, <laughs> if, you, if you look later, yeah. um, also on like getting, getting children, then um, mm. you have the problem that if you have a chlamydia for a longer period, mm. you can't get uh, a kid. And oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you have chlamydia for a long period of time, yes. you become infertile, yeah, male yeah. and female? Uh, yes, both. Okay. It can happen for both. It's uh, also, of course, depending on which subtype mm. and how long you carry it with you. But um, I read from the... Um, Federal Medical Institution here in Germany, they released a paper that uh, every eighth woman has a problem getting a kid later due to having a chlamydia oh, when wow. they were younger. So, and we see that's that's a, something that's a big problem we want to tackle because it's just yeah. an easy test, antibiotics for five days, and then you're good to go. Yeah. So you think like women basically kind of one of the reasons why they get tested is fertility. Is that less of the case for men? I think it's for both because for men both. can also get in until, um, due okay. to that problem. So I think it's, it's for yeah. both. But also, I mean, we also see that a lot of people get tested when they're coming into new relationships. Oh, so, okay. you know, uh, we, yeah. we, we're going to kick off a little kid like a partnership, oh, well, start a kid. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. so cute. So start your relationship. Start your relationship on the right track. Yes, yes. So we're going yeah. to have some partners there as well. Mm. Um, fi finding out some strategic partnerships and look, okay, what what do you need for your best start in terms like of like a sex relationship exactly. starter kit? Yes, yes. That's really cool. In, in the sex yeah. yeah, that's something we're yeah. just working on right now. That's cool. Um, what what other behaviors have you noticed around testing? Like what what's like what what's one of the most interesting things you've learned about testing and testing behavior in the last couple of years? Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, I mean. Obviously, we kicked out uh, in COVID times and um, people are getting more and more mm. used to home testings with a quick test, yeah. uh, for example. And um, people are getting more and more, I want to control myself. I want to mm. find out more about my health, but not on uh, doing surveys or having yeah. to speak to a doctor, more based on evidence. And yeah. due to test results and blood values or urine values or... Um, yeah, basically sample values, you're getting blood or urine results and you can yeah. have real evidence of what you can do. Mm. I mean, the whole trend with longevity, uh, yeah. supplement companies is more and more getting into evidence. So, of course, you can supplement something, but how much? How much do they need? How much does my body need? We're all different. So, I really have learned and we see that um, there's more and more people are interested in yeah, testing. Yeah. And of like the entire process from starting till now, um, in terms of like building the company, mm -hmm. what have you found to be um, one of the kind of core reasons why you know you you've been able to succeed? So um, yeah, first of all, I think. Like our mission is really to, I mean, it's mm -hmm. a big mission, but you have to have a big mission that there is a zero HIV. So we just want to mm. like really fight that and help that um, this disease doesn't spread anymore. Even if you can treat yeah. it now, it would just be, be great um, yeah. to support more and more people. And um, 
for for Emmy, um, we we really now see that there is like more and more people are interested in testing. So we want to help others to assess these tests easily, um, and maybe even um, help other companies to also offer a similar portfolio mm-hmm. in cooperation with us, so that more and more people just can get tested and that it's more and more like a control and maybe one day we come to what you said the the, the Remy app which you have in your connected to your Tinder, Tinder yeah. profile or, uh, or your dating app yeah. and you just go yeah look I have no SDI and then um, I still would recommend protection but maybe then people mm. have to do what they do they're all mature enough yeah <laughs> so uh, yeah I think that's that's really our, our Our mission statement to yeah yeah enable to easily um, and quick uh, assess testing like inform decision making yes exactly yeah. Yeah, yeah um and what's the number one thing you would recommend uh for someone who wants to build a healthcare startup <laughs> so first of all look at the regulations <laughs> before you start um, yeah and uh, then i would i would really recommend in the healthcare field because um you see with a lot of healthcare players in, in my experience that mm. they try to tackle a lot of problems. In my former startup, I also did, mm-hmm. I want to do preventive care and preventive care is just a big word. Mm. And now with Remy, we focus on one particular problem. And I think that is the best uh, way to do it because medical is so bright and yeah. all the, the dots belong to each other and they have to be connected because it's, it's, a testing for a person which is negative or non-reactive, it's yeah. easy, you know, you get the result and there is nothing. But what happens to the person which has yes. an SDI? They need yeah. to get treatment. They need to have follow-up mm. appointments. And that's always the case. So you should always look on um, what do I want to build and what do I want to deliver in a health tech field? What is yeah. my problem? And then yeah. um, look at the target group and then, of course, look for the people which have nothing and then look for the people which are having uh, diseases and how can you help them to treat it also more easily. Yeah, I mean, in your case, there's like quite a bit of scenario modeling, right? Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because yeah. you have probably like a host of different tests, yeah. which could all either be like positive, negative, or I don't know. Yeah. And then you have to basically model out like what are you going to do in each scenario? Exactly, yeah. yeah. You, have to, you have to model out and then you're also, I mean, it's still a digital service. This yeah. is also something with, with digital healthcare. Mm. I mean, we don't have the patient in front of us. If it's an older lady which has three children and doesn't want to get any more kids and the diseases wouldn't do anything to her body, yeah. um, and she doesn't have any side effects, she might don't need to take antibiotics because antibiotics can uh, create mm. resistances. Yeah. So um, it's always a bit of a, a decision. So we that's why we also giving consultations to people which are reactive yeah. or positive and like really try to give them guidance. But at the end of the day, we want to cooperate with doctors yeah. and work together with them because they have to make the decision what happens. We just want to enable to easily test. And if there's anything, there are the, like the, the um, profis in that field, and this is the doctors. And what's the number one thing not to do when building a healthcare startup? And can you give a story or example of something that happened to you? 
Yeah, there's so there's um, a lot of things. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of things you probably yeah. um, shouldn't uh, do. I mean, this is mm. for for a lot of uh, startups probably the same. But you have mm. to make a mistake always by yourself because if if you tell someone, yeah, don't do it, then they say, yeah, it's a good good advice, but they still do it. Mm. Um, so um, with us is that uh, yeah, we really put a lot of uh, money into advertisement and mm. try to advertise to a target group which wasn't um, the right group for us because they yeah. are just wanted to be attracted differently and um, didn't yeah, react so much to the marketing. Yeah. We lost quite a bit of money and um, I mean that's also the learnings but yeah. always probably my recommendation is and that's how we do it now, have smaller budgets, yeah. try more channels, see how can I attempt my target group, mm. and then step in there. Cool. Yeah. Smaller budgets, more channels. Exactly, yeah, I would, I would definitely do it this way. <laughs> because big budgets, one channel, and the channel doesn't work, then... You're uh, kind of screwed. You're kind of screwed, yeah. And also, of course, depending on the times we are in mm. now, with all the recession, uh, not too many VCs are pumping out money into marketing, which we had yeah. maybe two years ago. You have to really look, okay, where do I put my money in and how do I can reach profitability or yeah. even break, break even so that you also can survive and give the best... Um, service to your patients. And, and did you guys raise VC or, or did you bootstrap? Not yet, not yeah. yet. We um, bootstrap, but also, of course, have some business angels, uh, mm -hmm. mostly from the medical field, uh, working together with uh, gynecologists and urologists, but yeah. also with GPs um, to yeah, expand more and more in the market. Also look, what are other markets which we might can offer to our target mm. group. We're looking for an HPV testing, so, so breast yeah. cancer protection, and also for the men, um, everything around the prostate cancer is, is field mm. which we are looking into and which we want to support. So at the moment, we just took in some business angel for knowledge. And uh, yeah, we're gonna probably then look to raise around next year. Next year to kind of scale to other markets. Exactly, yeah, scale and of course mm. also internationalize. Because yeah. I think if you if you survive the German market, then you're good to go for Europe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. Um, and then finally, what's the one impact you want to leave on the world with Remy? So I mean, I, I roughly said that. So like zero HIV, um, but additionally to that, um, really destigmatize the topic. So mm. SDI testing should be as normal as going to the doctor if you have a cough, because this can happen and you don't need to, to shame on that. And it's a normal thing where you could also should or you should talk to your friends about it in a group and say, ah, yeah, I had that, but I got quick treatment, nothing happened. The same like when you're sick, because it's nothing more than that. And that's what we try to do with Remy. Um, with our branding to really try to help everyone to get easily assessed uh, and testing on SDIs. Mm. 